Hello and welcome to the Run Run podcast, episode seven. You are joined by myself, Josh Peter, and Jessica Robson. Hello. Hey, Jess. Um, another week has rolled by. We message each other on Tuesday nights, being like, "Oh my god, it's flown around." We're recording a podcast again. Um, what? How has your week been in the last seven days? That's that's weirdly just flown by so quickly. It has been. An okay week. Um, it has been um, another week in lockdown, so much the same every day, but have enjoyed getting out for runs still. Um, so good. yeah, and yourself, uh, how, how's your last week been? Yeah, it's it's been good actually. Had a good uh, weekend, had a good weekend with my housemates. I sort of used my exercise token indoor on the bike and then saved my Saturday when the weather was nice for like a nice long walk with with them which was pretty cool actually um, and I've actually had a day off today so I took a, I booked a day off work which meant that I only worked till like 11 and then um, I just had a long cycle today uh, I had a bath before we started recording the podcast so I feel like really zen right now <laughs> because usually I'm like rushing back from work or like trying to finish it in time so I'm like feeling I'm feeling pretty good right now which is which is quite nice um Fantastic. but I saw you went I saw you went on a really nice run with your with your mum and you guys are wearing matching run to run t-shirts and I thought that was really sweet um how was that it was lovely it was really nice to have like a in-person run talk run (laughs) we both had a lot to sort of get off our chests (laughs) and it was just yeah it was nice to share a run with someone again so yeah I feel really lucky where I am at the moment in Sussex where there are just you know some really nice routes and hills (laughs) (laughs) I like hills a lot of people hate on hills but I really like hills I don't mind them. It makes it a bit more interesting. Totally. Um, yeah. I think it's good. Oh, I meant to say to you, I received a card this week. So whoever sent me a card this week, because I didn't, wasn't getting any post, I received post. And I instantly messaged you because I was just like... Yeah, you can the anonymous me- sender please own up to this because Josh thinks it's me. Um, <laughs> and I felt quite guilty that it wasn't me. <laughs> you said you were going to send me something in the post. So I Do you know what? You I- send me <laughs> I only posted it today, so you've got a little longer to wait. Oh, that's so exciting. That's so exciting. And speaking of mail, like I I this is I basically received a, a WhatsApp from my mum this week because she had found like a lot of parents are doing this right now. They're like sorting through the house and all those odd boxes and stuff that they've not organized at the moment. And she sent me a WhatsApp thing, which was it was like a list of things to bring on a holiday that I went on when I think I was 16, right? And it was written probably by the equivalent of like Jay from the Inbetweeners. It was one of the most cringiest (laughs) typed um, letters that I'd received, which was like, bring this and bring that and whatever. Um, And most parents would just probably crush it up into a ball and throw it in the bin. My mum took photos of it and has been like humiliating it <laughs> with my past. And I'm just like, you just throw it away. Don't mention it. Don't mention it. Um, oh, so that that's brilliant. Pretty horrible, <laughs> isn't it? So, um, so yeah, 
but not not too much has been helping other than that um the other thing i've really been enjoying is my housemate has really got into running recently which is nice and um she was going for a run today and i was like oh where are you going and she was like i'm not going anywhere i'm not aiming to go anywhere too quickly i'm just going for a run to unwind and i was like she's cracked here she she now understands what running is about which is is like yes it's not running to like get fit or it's not running to like prove a point it's like running just to kind of let the world go by and just listen and whatever so after four years of living with her I think I've had a breakthrough which is so good it feels good it feels amazing so yeah (laughs) fantastic running without um running without purpose is is wonderful (laughs) takes pressure off running without a cause running without a cause i think that's i think that's the is the one isn't it um but yeah so join us in part two in just a sec uh where we're joined by danny and danny um runs all the social media for run talk run and we thought this week we'd have a bit of a round table um open discussion really about how we all use social media and the effect it has on us and also the responsibility we have using it and the impact it has on others so um Join us in part two. If you want to get in touch with us, um, you can through run, the Run Talk Run website, which is runtalkrun.com, Instagram, which is at runtalkrun, or you can email Jess, which is jessica at runtalkrun.com. Um, and catch us in part two. Hello and welcome back to part two of the Run Talk Run podcast. Um, I'm rejoined with Jessica Robson and um, also Danny Kazandis, who is one of our newer Run Talk Run leaders in Liverpool, but is also a stalwart of uh, the Run Talk Run social media and has been sort of steering the ship and running everyone's posts for, for quite a while now. Hey, Danny, how are you, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, I'm good. So you're based up in near Liverpool, right? Yeah, I live um, just over the water uh, in the Wirral, well, on the Wirral. Um, yeah, so it's very close to Liverpool. It's quite a nice place to get out and run, isn't it, the Wirral? I have been up there a yeah. few times. It's pretty nice. Oh, have you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's, it's lovely. It's really nice. It is. Uh, Do you know what? I would, I would never move back down south now. Like, I love it up here. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um what we were going to do this week really is just have um as opposed to like interviewing you and asking you loads of questions about you and your life and everything we thought it'd be like a really good kind of break week just to chat a little bit about social media because run talk run is sort of i guess just chime in at any point as well but run to mm-hmm. run pretty much founded on the sort of the social media and engaging with people online and then sort of getting them to sort of to to come and join us on these runs and engage with people face to face and to talk and I guess you know in this period of lockdown or we're in this easing of lockdown so to speak you know we are sort of finding ourselves have we've all been a little bit more isolated and we've all been sort of staring at our screens and viewing the world through Instagram And I just thought it'd be a good chance to have a little round table to sort of talk about our experiences with it, because we've all, I think, used it in very different ways. And 
about run talk run and how we're trying to use it for good really so um yeah danny i think you're a good person to start with <laughs> no pressure um oh <laughs> talk a little bit about your experience and how you started helping jess with with the run talk run social media yeah um well so i just recently graduated um uni and i was getting more and more into like social media and content creating and all that stuff um so i thought it'd be really good to get some more experience in actual social media like posting and managing of pages especially instagram because everyone knows i love it um (laughs) so i was just looking on some like volunteering websites and i came across it like stood out to me because like I was training for a half marathon at the time and I saw Jess had posted about Run Talk Run and that she needed help with the Instagram page. Um, so I applied on there, but I was very impatient. So I tracked her down on Instagram as well. You stalked Probably her. Of, I did. I proper stalked her on the Run Talk Run page. And I think I messaged her on both pages. I was like, hi, Jess. <laughs> um, just explaining to her that I was really interested because I was scared in case she was going to get someone else like within that one hour from when I applied for the position um so yeah that's how we started talking um and Jess was she literally replied straight away and she gave me the password to the run talk run account like straight away I was like wow this guy was very very trusting <laughs> yeah I was super trusting you seemed so, you so, and so enthusiastic about like, was. the mental health element and and the running yeah, yeah it kind of seemed pretty obvious and yeah you took on quite a lot of responsibility straight away <laughs> yeah I was like give me that I'm very very ambitious and then when people give me loads of things to do I'll start to panic and I'm like why did I ask for this much but no it was it was really good and you was just like oh start with um I think I started with posting some run reminders um when you used to do quite a lot of those um so just little bits like that wasn't it but no and I did love it from the beginning Mm. And now you you also posting like things that you know take your fancy. I, it's a responsibility yeah. is totally in your hands now, really. Um, I know <laughs> with things that are going to make our runners sort of see that we really are for absolutely everyone, and things that re- are reassuring to yeah. beginners. Um, yeah, do you want to sort of tell us about those sort of posts and like what? Yeah, so yeah. my the posts that I'm trying to be funny on, the ones that I've just started posting. Um, but no, yeah, I think they're a lot more relatable, um, especially, like, as you said, to beginner runners and, like, average runners, like like me. I'm a very, very average runner. Um, but no, yeah, I think it, it's just nice to have a little bit of lighthearted humour. Um, but also it, it's quite hard to come up with those little, like, humorous but also relatable posts, like, I don't want to like not get it wrong but I don't want to come across insensitive or you know it's there's probably quite a bit of pressure on those sort of posts Mm, at the same time they are fun as well (laughs) you've highlighted something that I think a lot of people will relate to is the overthinking that can sometimes go into the world of Instagram oh my god yeah (laughs) <laughs> is is this you know worthy of posting am I posting the right thing um yeah I don't, yeah do you um put a lot of thought into into what goes out there for your for yourself and for run to run um yeah <laughs> a lot I think um 
not so much with like on my personal account um not so much with the photos I think taking photos is quite natural to me because I love photography and I've got a background in like creative media and video production and stuff like that but I think it's the captions I never know what to say and I will literally it'll take me about two hours to write a caption I'll just put it like write it in my notes and I'll come back to it it's just never ending but no I feel a lot of pressure for the captions I think maybe Jess you're the same your captions are like they're really really good and I don't know how you do it if anything I I feel like I actually enjoy writing the captions more than I enjoy finding finding images to to post with them um I prefer working with written words rather than spoken words which um as we've all joked I I can be quite awkward in person with speaking out loud (laughs) (laughs) but you're also very good at public speaking as well (laughs) <laughs> with written words I, I just I, I find it a much easier way to express myself so yeah. I actually quite enjoy social media in, in that sense that I can I can convey myself how I actually want to not in the awkward manner that can happen when I open my yeah. mouth <laughs> yeah, because when you're talking yeah. in person as well you sometimes afterwards you think back and you're like oh why did I say this or why didn't I say this but when you're writing it down like on a post on social media you can get your point across more um which is good in that sense but it does take me a long time to write a caption I think because I'm scared of like offending people or people judging me and I think loads of people feel that as well that they can't say exactly what they want to say on social media um do you I'm interested as well to both of you like do you feel pressure from what you see on social media or are you quite removed from it so you know, again, in this period of lockdown where people are training all the time or perceived to be training all the time and putting up things that they're mm. doing. And I'm seeing so many more people join Strava and screenshot their Strava and put it up and stuff. Yeah. Does that does that affect you or is that something that you can kind of roll with? Like, because I, I, I see it more and more frequently. I'm just interested to know what you think about it. Um, yeah, I've seen it quite a lot frequently. And um, I think I am quite guilty of at the start of lockdown, I was doing that most days, like posting my workouts. And, and then I started thinking like, oh, this is probably not good for other people to see because they might not be in the same sort of, you know, situation thinking, oh, yeah, let's work out today. And, you know, like it's not like you don't work out every day. It's just not realistic, is it? Um, no. But, yeah, if you, um, but if you were to see one of your friends work out, they may yeah. not work out every day, but then maybe you then see the next day another of your mates and then another one and then another one. And actually, yeah. collectively, they're not working out every day. But say you have 20 close mates and they're yeah. all posting it, the sensation is feeling that everyone that you know is training. So it it does put yeah. a difficult perception out there, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think in that way, if there was like if it was all of your friends and there wasn't you were seeing a lot of people that you follow, like doing workouts and being very productive. And, you know, it does have it does have a bit of effect on you as well. I think what I what I'm finding most um, like some parents like posting about homeschooling their children, they seem to be like very productive and very organized. And then there's me trying to homeschool as well which isn't going very well um literally like spend like 10 minutes doing a little bit of maths or 
watching Frozen Planet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty much it for homeschooling. It's I think I felt a lot of pressure in that in that way um, because I'm not an organised person at all. So it does look like all these parents have like their whole lives together, and I'm just God. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't. I didn't know where if I could swear on here or not. Yeah, but yeah, 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 they've got their shit together. Yeah, Casey in episode three like made that totally. Cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was listening to that last night on my run actually, and it was it was very good. <laughs> and what about you, Jess? Like, do you do you sort of do you feel that pressure of people training, and does that does that impact you at all? Or like, have you unfollowed people because it's like a little bit too in your face? Like, I'm just interested to sort of to get a bit of a grip on how it affects um do you know what I I'm in two minds about this so for me yes it does affect me but I find that if I'm in the sort of frame of mind where social media is affecting me in that comparison spiral then it will most likely be that I'm comparing myself outside of social media as well so yeah. even if, say, my brother went for a run, <laughs> then I'd probably be thinking, oh, my gosh, I should be running as well. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think social media is entirely to blame for, like, the whole comparison thing. Um, I have gone and unfollowed a lot of people, um, about 700 people. <laughs> like, wow. A, a thousand. That's two. a purge. That's crazy. It was, it was a serious <laughs> purge. But that was mostly to do with me feeling like it had got way too noisy Mm. yeah as opposed to um as opposed to sort of feeling a fitness pressure it was more just there are too many voices I'm not I'm not seeing what my friends are posting I I want to use social media to keep up with you know my friends um as opposed to a stranger that I, I just don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel exactly yeah. the same um it is it's it's noisy isn't it you, I can never get through I don't know if you're the same but stories I can never get through every single story in a day so there's no. like so many people that I miss and I'm just like and then I come across people's posts I'm like why am I following these people I don't even connect with them and I, I don't like read their posts and I mean Do you know not what? I you guys obviously <laughs> I um I caught up with a friend last night or uh, over the phone um like we'd had this phone call in the diary for a long while um I won't name them but we we were speaking and I sort of said oh how are things going with your partner and she sort of said did you not see on my story that I'd I'd posted about the breakup and I felt terrible that I not kept up in in that way if that makes sense and I think it's it's hard isn't it keeping up with so many people it is and I I don't know if that shows that social media is going in a very strange way that that is how we stay in touch now (laughs) is through watching each other's stories um but it's made me evaluate yeah my my relationship how it is at the minute though isn't it because we're in lockdown we can't see people like that's how we are connecting to everyone through social media. Mm. It's a funny one. But it is a funny yeah. one. I think I think it's strange. Like I, I do think there's a, definitely a balance. And um, you know, I, before I before I started run to run, like I I think I got on a, a bit of a slippery slope with social media in terms of like the kind of I was always 
training and I was always putting things up when I was training and yeah. I think you know I reached a point where sort of I was in I was in Tasmania and I was putting loads of trails up and I was doing all this cool trail running and like I suddenly just dawned on me that like yeah. my family are having a really shit time at home and it just like it just hit me that what I was I was getting endorphins and I was putting stuff up whilst I was yeah. getting these endorphins and feeling really great and like it suddenly dawned on me what's the effect that my posts are having on other people as well and it was like something that just like clicks like a bit of a clog a click like a clog oh my god it just it, it I suddenly realized the effect it was having on on other people and I sort of withdrew from social media for two or three months and I think from there I've sort of been it sort of started my run to run journey actually really because after that I messaged Jess in like December and I was like I really want to get on board with it and I found it and then I started tooting and stuff and actually since then a lot of what I've posted and put up is about trying Mm -hmm. to sort of yeah it's a little bit about training but it's also about other people and trying to help others as well and I I just think I've had a few people message me in the last month or so and they were sort of saying how you know with the I think it all started with the NHS 5k for heroes and it was sort of saying you know about how the pressure of constantly being tagged in those challenges was sort of affecting them a little bit and you know I think it's it's just interesting isn't it how you've got to kind of toe a little bit of a line between wanting to show what you're doing as well but also not pressuring those people that are that are around you do you know what I mean Mm, there's a responsibility to, to not you know add to the noise or to not add to that influence of you know constant exercise but I kind of feel as well if we all sort of um overthought every post that we put out we just wouldn't be on social media at all I I wouldn't be yeah Yeah. (laughs) and same I kind of when I post now I have this sort of to try and stop me from overthinking I say to myself no one gives a shit like it doesn't matter whatever <laughs> I post literally no one actually cares and yeah that is so liberating like the amount of times that you scroll through something something might make you stop and go oh yeah different. but very rarely <laughs> do you give it a second thought uh, you might give it a double tap and move this. on like um so I try and keep that in mind when I'm posting now I think that's yeah. really good advice isn't it yeah because no one gives it that much attention really I need to take that advice because I do spend a lot of time trying to write out a post um but no I do try to take on that mindset now as well like no one cares like people probably won't even read the caption so yeah yeah, just post a pretty picture and it's fine (laughs) (laughs) post what you want basically I know (laughs) totally Totally. If you want to post your Strava because you're proud of it, post it. Um, yeah. I think the responsibility, this might sound, um, this might be a bit controversial, but the responsibility <laughs> is in the person who's looking at your Instagram. Yeah. If that is a triggering post or it yeah. is adding to their pressure, then, you know, it's up to them to decide whether they want to continue to follow you. Um Yeah which yeah exactly yeah it's kind of how I've I've tried to see it it, with my own content 
because otherwise you could well I wouldn't I wouldn't talk at yeah. all <laughs> <laughs> so lastly Danny like so you 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 took up the mantle and Jess I mean it sounds like Jess offloaded after you stalked her <laughs> Jess offloaded yeah. this all the social media and all the runs and all the posts into you and oh like, yeah everything <laughs> and then for, for a year pretty much you've done that and you then took the steps to then become a leader yourself, which I think is totally awesome because it's it's taking that step from going from, you know, encouraging people online to going, actually, do you know what? I'm going to inspire people face to face. Like what what made you suddenly think, OK, I'm going to go and set up, you know, run to run in Liverpool and I'm going to I'm going to go and do it myself, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, this was a very, very long process. So I think I, I first started I think I did mention to Jess that I wanted to start a group. Um, but I was like, I'm so nervous. I can't like speak in front of people because public speaking is probably my worst fear. So just that introduction is what scares me the most. Um, so I was like, oh, do I have to talk to people? I think I even suggested to Jess probably about like not doing that at the beginning. And she was like, nope, you can't do that. <laughs> um, but but no, I do, I do do it on my own the run talk one um the other girl is just she has a job that requires her to be there quite you know like if she's needed she has to go um so I do do it on my own now well I did well from the beginning um which was very scary um the first run talk when I did I was so so scared um but all my friends came which was it did make it a lot better, but I was just, oh my God, I was a big ball of nerves. But it was, it was really, really good, good, and I'm so glad I did it. Good. I think we're both yeah. really glad you did it as well. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think having spoken about it with you for so long, it was just so wonderful to see you sort of confront that fear because yeah. it is incredibly scary. I'm even nervous so about going back and leading my own I, am, I was thinking this. It's like, how am I going to go back and, like, do that all again? I just started building my confidence up, and now I'm like, oh, God. But, no, it'll but be fine. You proved to yourself that you, you could you could do it, and you got so much joy from it. And, yeah, yeah it was wonderful to watch you sort of, yeah, go through that process. It was yeah, it was. Really it was. cool. It's been really good for me, and it's it's helped me build my confidence and just like making friends as well like I have made some really really good friends through it um so yeah I think that's what it's all about really isn't it making a connection with other people and just like being there to chat to people really isn't it yeah absolutely well perfect well thank you for joining us on our on our social social media round table (laughs) you're welcome I think I probably missed out a lot but yeah there's a little bit in there for everyone Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you can get obviously get in touch with us at Run to Run, and Danny will probably pick up pick up your messages. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can also email Jessica at Run Run dot com. Um, but yeah, that will do for part two. Um, and catch us in part three. Hello and welcome back to the Run Talk Run podcast, episode seven, part three. I'm joined by Jess and I'm also still joined by Danny. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. 
So in part three, what we wanted to do is to talk a little bit about sort of we all started 2020 with this with these great plans and ideas and goals and things that we wanted to achieve. And in January, I saw the hashtag 2020 vision like overused as a pun. And, you know, that has totally gone out the window now. Um, but, you know, as we're sort of starting to come out of this lockdown, it's, you know, what has what were your goals for this year and what's changed and what do you want to try and achieve by the end of the year? So, um, Jess, I'm going to put you under the spotlight straight away <laughs> sure. and, and ask you, you know, what were your goals for 2020 and what's changed for you? Um, well, they certainly have changed. So I I moved out of London back to Sussex last October. So as we moved into 2020, I kind of wanted to uh, get my shit together a little bit and find myself a new home in Brighton. Uh, so that was kind of like a goal for this year, um, which obviously with isolating just hasn't obviously happened. Uh, I've moved back in with my parents and probably won't happen for quite some time now, I imagine. Um, so that was a goal that that's being reworked, shall we say, or postponed for a while. No, re- no go with reworked. Go with reworked. Reworked, yeah. yeah. I think I quite like reworks. Um, I was due to be running Manchester Marathon. That was that was a goal, um, which I kind of realised as it got cancelled that it didn't actually matter that much to me. It didn't make me too sad. <laughs> I lost it. I was just, um, I was the same. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. The third one. I wanted to stop. Um, how actually let's say this in a, a more positive way I wanted to learn how to eat more intuitively okay. um as opposed to tracking all my food because it's not the healthiest thing in the world to be tracking everything that goes into your mouth and I wasn't actually following through on that goal until we started um isolating And I realised that tracking my food whilst locked in my house was not going to be healthy for me. So actually, that's really fast forwarded my goal to respect my body and trust it knows what it wants. (laughs) That's that's, that's That's kind of interesting, isn't it? That like lockdown has actually sped up one of your goals. (laughs) It has. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Josh? Um, I think so. I, I alongside probably hundreds if not thousands of runners do mm. the same thing every year which is you get to you get to the end of you get to the end of of the year and you have a bit of uh, you know for me I had a bit of cross country but essentially you have the break over Christmas and you relax and you think oh, I'm gonna go and absolutely crush it this year and I've got London Marathon and it was you know 10 years since I last I did my first marathon oh. and I qualified for London this year um, with a championship place. I was like, I'm gonna beast myself to a whole new level, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kick on as a runner. And if you really think about that as a goal, that is not that is not a goal. That is just like a, an ambition, as mm. if you like. And yeah. I set this this huge sort of training plan where I was knocking out, you know. Heading, I was heading towards 100 miles a week and 
you know, life revolved around my training as opposed to training sort of revolving around my life, you know, yeah. and, and I got injured. And in a weird way, that happened. And it's been, I let go of the marathon before the marathon was cancelled in a weird way. And just thought, you know what, actually, I need, there's a reason why I got injured, which was I was just pushing myself too hard. And the goals I set were probably a little bit too far away for me. And it really made me think, well, actually, maybe you're just too hard on yourself sometimes. So in a weird way, like that goal went out the window and then lockdown happened and then it got pushed back to October. In a, and in a weird way, I was thinking, OK, well, I can start training for the marathon again and I've got all this time now without work commit you know commitments and everything to push myself harder but in a weird way I've kind of let it go now and I yeah I don't know what it says to my running but I I just don't (laughs) feel like I need to prove myself with a time anymore and Mm, I feel a little bit happier sort of just not feeling the need to at the moment and then the second thing I wanted to do which is completely juxtaposes that is I wanted to spend more time at home. <laughs> I wanted to slow down a little bit right? and cook more meals for myself and look after myself more, right? And yeah. be careful what you wish for, because I have done so much of that in the last <laughs> month. It's, you know, it was meant to be, you know, train hard and then when you rest, you look after yourself. And actually yeah. Yeah. the training element has fallen off the bandwagon, but the looking after yourself has really really been quite good in the last couple of months so um so yeah and I think probably after lockdown you know I've really thought a lot about I've thought a lot about run talk run actually and where it goes with eating and how we can sort of further help people and you know I've thought a little bit more about my career and actually whether you know going forward I want to I want to help people in a as a career as well so in, in a weird way it's stopping has really really made me like reflect what's important in life and Mm -hmm. searching for wholesomeness and yeah so it has really changed I think what about you Danny um oh okay well I didn't I didn't really have many goals I don't think um I was like um like Jess I was um signed up for well I signed up very late to Manchester Marathon um, so I did start training for that. Um, also, I was meant to this year. We was meant to be buying a house, um, so it'd be our first house, which we had just started talking talking about in probably January. Um, and we just, I think it was the week before lockdown, we'd started redecorating the house, and we was planning to get it valued a couple of weeks after. Um, so now that is being postponed, so we won't be moving for. well I don't know how long um so that was like a big sort of life-changing adult thing that we was gonna do which seems really really scary um and I tell my friends that and they're like you have a child and I'm like yeah but this is like buying a house it's scary (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah so it was that um and I don't really know to be honest just working on myself more um which I think has been really good during lockdown and like working on my own mental health um just like listening to other people more really so like I've been listening to a lot of books and which is always helpful to me because sometimes I think I get caught up in thinking like 
oh my life is the worst and not that it is because I, ha- I have a really good life but I think like maybe you can relate um yeah yeah so just just working on Lis- myself listening, really listening to other people and not sort of just listening yeah reflecting yeah on that's what I was trying to say <laughs> yeah yeah doing yeah. doing a lot of that um I think just sort of like little New Year's resolutions. Um, one was to try and recycle more because I was quite bad at that. Um, so I was, I've been trying to do that a lot more um, and just like reduce on waste and, you know, plastic and just try and help the earth a bit more. Um, just little things like that, really. That's a good goal. Um, oh, good also, also trying to wash my hair more because I'm really, really bad at that. I had this discussion with my housemates and they were sort of saying about because like I've got short hair right well I've got yeah. lockdown and how but I wash my hair every day and they're like you shouldn't do that like that's yeah. oh my gosh. that's not a thing but it takes me like 30 seconds so why wouldn't I do you know what I mean it's, that's the thing yeah with like with my partner as well he washes his every time you know he has a shower or whatever he washes it every time yeah, and I'm just I like think... oh god I could not be bothered to do that <laughs> it's because you've got short hair I guess it's no I thought it was normal I just thought that's what people did but apparently oh. not. washing your <laughs> hair is a, washing your hair is a treat <laughs> if you saw my hair right now you'd realize that's not the norm yeah, I, I actually washed mine today but I just shoved it straight up in a bun which is my go-to style every day um so yeah mine I mean my, I, my lockdown hair has got so bad now it's just wearing a hat it's my it's my style your hair's really good though like how do you get it to stay up so high I've seen in I, some of your photos because yeah, <laughs> he washes healthy. it every day Danny <laughs> <laughs> yeah my trick is I wash it every day but it, the quiff has got too big now it's like Jimmy Neutron <laughs> or Johnny Bravo or something it's yeah just, oh Johnny Bravo yeah he had good hair Good hair. I just don't have the muscles to. Uh, to, to... <laughs> They'd slow you down too much. <laughs> they would. Yeah, that's the reason. That is totally the reason. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why I haven't got any muscle either, because you know, running and stuff. <laughs> We're all too fast. <laughs> I know. I'm way too fast. You know, like my 11 minute miles. <laughs> hey, run to run is for all paces. So that's the exactly. So if you want to find out more about Run to Run, go on the website, runtorun.com. You can search for your uh, the run in your local area um, and do also get in touch with us at Run to Run on Instagram. And you can email Jessica, which is jessica at runtorun.com. So, Danny, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, Jess and I will be back next week. Have a fantastic one. Um, look after yourself and look after others. And we will be speaking to each other very soon catch you later say goodbye guys